podcasting. Hello, my damned Yankees. This is your Holy Red Sox host, Matthew Sanborn-Smith, and his Padres in Purgatory podcast, Beware the Harry Mango. If you haven't heard the bad news, allow me to ruin your day, and by extension, your entire holiday season. The days of Beware the Harry Mango are drawing to a close. Aww. The good news is, you still have a year of new shows ahead of you. The last mango will happen on December 30th, 2015. With this information, you may savor each new show more fully, suck sensually on your earbuds, and know that the bitter, waxy flavor you're taking is me. Today's story is all about looking your best for the sake of everyone but yourself. Brush your hair 100 times while you're still in the back of the bakery so you can look fabulous when you step out and sell your customers what you made with your hair dough. Hair dough by Matthew Sanborn Smith. Everyone always complimented Angela on how fresh her hair smelled. Well, it was no accident. Angela woke up early each day to bake fresh hair for herself. She loved the feeling of warm hair on her head after pulling it off of the cooling rack. One day she woke up late and had to go around with day-old hair. Only people on a budget said nice things to her on that day. Another time, Angela opened her oven to discover it hadn't cooked at all. It was then she learned a firefighter had crawled into her oven in the middle of the night and kept the oven from heating up. She used the last of her firefighter spray to kill him and removed him with a handful of paper towels. She knew what they said. If you see one firefighter, there are a dozen others in the walls. She could always buy more spray, but she was late for work and had already thrown out her last head of hair. She wasn't going back into the garbage to pull it out, especially not with firefighter juices all over it. There was nothing to be done except to throw the mass of uncooked head dough onto her bare scalp and hope that no one noticed everyone noticed. Charlie saw her in the hall. You got like a stringy uncooked pie on your head, Angela, he said. I can only assume you hadn't noticed it. I mean, if you had, that would make you complicit in your own humiliation. Angela ignored him and walked proudly on. Charlie wrote about it in his journal that night. When she went for coffee, she went to one of those combination Dunkin' Donuts Baskin Robbins places for people who like ice cream coffee floats. It just so happened that the television on the wall showed CNN running a viewer poll. The poll asked the question, do you think that viewer polls are actual news or that your opinion has any effect on an incident on this program that now only exists in the past? Angela shook her head vigorously in the affirmative and her new hairdo flew off into the tub of vanilla ice cream which had been taken out from behind the glass case in order to prove to a customer that it wasn't some sort of hologram. Now personally, I think Angela deserved that for her beliefs and you may think I'm being cruel, but in my defense, she doesn't exist. Regardless of your opinion of my opinion of Angela's opinion, she was mortified. As soon as her coffee was ready, she ran crying all the way home. The very first thing she did once there was to bake herself a fresh head of hair. As soon as it was done, she was able to collect herself and answered the door, which had been making a strange knocking sound for the past 40 minutes. She almost fell apart again, because on her doorstep was the entire crowd from the ice cream coffee place. Strangely, each one of them held a tub of non-holographic vanilla. You have an enormous doorstep, said a lady in the back. We want more hair dough ice cream said everyone else. Cookie dough ice cream is so two hours and 20 minutes ago, said an old man. Angela looked them over in surprise. When she finally spoke, she said, it'll cost ya. They held up wads of cash and she invited them all in. Minutes later, they all ran out screaming in terror. God damn it, Angela shouted. She grabbed a broom and tried to sweep the firefighter off of the ceiling. 
If this story stoked your fire, you can sweep it and other civil servants at the web rasta of the Angela Hair Pasta BeWareTheHairyMango.com. The original draft of this script said, No email today because you guys aren't writing anything to me. I don't even have any decent spam to share with you. But just as soon as I was finishing up, I found a steaming surprise in my mailbox from the lovely Mr. Arm of TrundleManor.com. Check this shit out. Email Beware the Hairy Mango. It takes more than one to tango. The only other rhyme is Durango, unless you stretch Mustango. Mr. Arm writes, I'm sitting here playing God and sculpting out miniature people. This time it's Kennedy and family, the ones people give two shits about, and wondering why the hell no one would send you messages. Your podcast may be as short as some of the little people I like to jam dental tools into. No, I'm not a dentist. But stacked end-to-end the way I like it, they form a congealed cacophony of rambling nonsense that can only be described by me as the words of an angel sung through the nasal passages of a prepubescent night of Satan. You have no idea how often I get that, Mr. Arm. We at Trundle Manor love you and all you are. Well, I say all, but without meeting you, I hope that you are the globulous and translucent jelly mass I envision. And someday, I plan on using this as one of my Christmas gifts to myself, I'm going to go the yearly subscription, cause, well, I believe in you, man. Or jelly thing, whatever. Thank you for everything and for being Matthew Sanborn Smith. Unusually yours, Mr. Arm. Trundle Manor. Thank you, Mr. Arm. I'm going to hug myself and pretend that it's you. A few more emails like that and I won't be able to fit my pants around my swollen head any longer. Go check out Mr. Arm's home, trundlemanor.com, and if you're cruising by Swissvale, Pennsylvania, stop by and say hello. There is some odd shit going on over there. If you like living things that aren't so living anymore, you'll like that place. Links in the show notes, as well as a video that I stole from their site, in case you like being forewarned. Are you still listening? Our delightful email music comes from David Bradshaw at davidbradshawmusic.com, who is so nice he didn't yell at me when I fucked up his website name last show. Or maybe he just doesn't listen. Either way, we're square. If you'd rather not see me drop my spam filters in public, mumble feverishly in the comments for this post, or maybe email me and we'll arrest each other's development at matthewupbewarethehairymango.com, or maybe not mail me, which is entirely normal for you, upbewarethehairymango at gmail.com. Whenever we're excited about contracting some strange new disease, the SF and SF signal stands for specimen fill. The gross stuff that gets all over our perfectly good fecal matter whenever we try to get it to the doctor's office. Some folks think it's the pollen generators which fill the sfsignal.com offices, but I believe it's all the people who want to shake our hands on the street. Who knows where their hands have been? Sure, we've been told time and time again that we should put the specimen in some sort of container, mostly by the people who have just shaken our hands, but we're not made of money. Twitter about your one true love and how they don't exist at twitter.com slash upwithgravity. You don't think anyone else there is talking about real things, do you? Don't forget about about BewareTheHairyMango.tumblr.com in case you need even more distractions from your horrible life. Feel better about yourself by looking at my horrible life. If you don't know who you are or what you're doing there, consider giving me money through the donate button on the homepage. Once you pull out your credit card, you'll at least know your name or the name of the person whose wallet is in your possession. Once you donate, you'll have a better idea of how much money you used to have before you donated and then we can move on to the larger philosophical questions like, why is my mouth stuffed with popcorn? Why am I being trailed by a hippopotamus who obviously knows this 
city better than I do. Whose feet are in this bag? This podcast nods dutifully to a heavy metal song that it's supposed to like, but doesn't have the confidence to say it thinks is poo-poo song around its peer group of podcasts who expel all the posers who don't conform to their sense of rebelliousness with the right type of jacket, the proper tattoos, the correct brand of dishwashing liquid, and the perfectly executed Creative Commons attribution on commercial share like 4.0 international license. Until your calamari comes from the Kalahari, this will have to be reminded that he was ever Matthew Sanborn Smith telling you the one thing you never counted on was my abacus. Good night.